Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 81 years ago today, December the 7th, 1941, it was a date that will live in infamy. But it's also, I consider it the day that the greatest generation was born. Now, today, there aren't very many of those guys left, sad to say. But their stories are remarkable. Their bravery, legendary. Their sacrifices are just amazing beyond words. So yes, folks, those today, and in the state of Hawaii, it is Pearl Harbor Day. It's a state holiday. And I hope the folks there over in the Hawaiian Islands even though they've got Mauna Loa going off, but, you know, hang tough, folks. It is a event that deserves remembrance from now until the end of time. Because if we don't remember what that greatest generation sacrificed so that we could have freedom at a time when freedom throughout the world was threatened big time, not just by Imperial Japan, but by Hitler, the Third Reich, Mussolini, the Axis powers of Europe. And our boys, our fighting men, and women too, many uh, served in a variety of, many women served in a variety of capacities uh, for the war effort. But yeah, this is something that we need to be reminded of all the time. And God bless each and every one of that greatest generation who are still around and who remember 81 years later the significance of Pearl Harbor. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am Jerry Brooks, your host and the baby-faced assassin of freedom here on In Black and Right. And I just couldn't start out today's episode without that stern reminder and that stirring speech by President F. Roosevelt. So, uh, we are the new definition of color commentary still, and before we get into today's news, I uh, just want to let you know, folks, you can still contact us at inblackandright at gmail.com if you want to send email, to send comments, questions, and just basically, well, silly hate mail. Uh, you can do that. I'll, I'll probably look at it funny, but oh well. 
but also you can go to our wonderful website in blackandright.net. Hopefully uh, find maybe something in our online store uh, for the holidays or just to, uh, you know, just remind yourself of just how proud you can be of as an American standing up for liberty and freedom, even in a rough Christmas like this one. Because unfortunately, folks, there's not a lot of peace on earth, and there's very little, if any, goodwill towards men. And that's kind of how it's looking these days. So, and, and that upsets me, but I think something that might upset me just as much. And, of course, we've got the news that Raphael Warnock won the Georgia Senate runoff as Herschel Walker conceded. Now, it was sad enough uh, hearing that news, but why did Herschel Walker lose? I don't even think it's because of the Democrats. I think because, unfortunately, the swamp creatures came down to Georgia and pretty much sabotaged uh, Herschel Walker's campaign. They totally did. I mean, going around with Lindsey Graham as to somehow garner votes? Ugh, that didn't exactly help. I'm, once again, I am put more of the blame on the Republicans for this loss than anybody else. Now, the Democrats are the Democrats. They know how to do certain things. We don't. We're playing checkers while they're playing chess. And frankly, this should be the straw that broke the camel's back, in a proverbial sense, for Ronna McDaniel as chair of the RNC. Uh, I mean, come on. Georgia is not a blue state. It's not even a purple state. It's a red state and has been for quite a while. But this is a testament to, frankly, and I'll, I'll be just plain candid and blunt, Republican incompetence. Now, the folks in Georgia even were asking uh, folks here in Florida to help. And, I mean, it was great, you know, it's like lots of folks, lots of the folks here in North Florida could go to uh, South Georgia and other parts, but, you know, knock on doors and do all the nor traditional stuff. But this is just too weird. I mean, was it just too many of the D.C. consultant class in the swamp for the RNC thinking that they could do this and they couldn't? They tried, you know, they wanted Donald Trump, who is quite, still quite popular in Georgia, you know, not to go there. Uh, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who tried her best to help. But this was just a monumental cluster. A monumental cluster of how not to win an election. And this, is, I mean, three elections in a row in a state like Georgia, and the Democrats have won all of them. They, thank God they didn't win the governor's race, but still, 
the the Republicans in Georgia are absolutely off of their rockers. Uh, and I'm not going to... I mean, I'll, I'll give you a great example of this. Um, the lieutenant governor of Georgia, a guy named Jeff Duncan, is Republican, but I don't know who this doofus is. I've never heard of him until this week. But... A story from Breitbart that just absolutely fried me from yesterday. That this Lieutenant Governor Duncan of Georgia say, saying on CNN of all places that Trump has brainwashed, quote-unquote, the base to think that conservatism is angryism. And I'm like, why? Uh, I'm sorry, WTF, folks. I mean... I mean, here it is only Wednesday, and I'm ready to go into WTF. It's not even Friday, but this Jeff, excuse me, this Jeff Duncan, this lieutenant governor, uh, it's people like you, doofus, that cost the race. Because you wanted to be essentially nothing more than Liz Cheney with testosterone. Oh my gosh. This is just, listening to some of this, and, and of course, this Duncan character, talking to, of all people, Anderson Cooper, oh my gosh, I just said, I mean, I just took a look at this one thing that Lieutenant Governor Duncan said uh, on CNN, and, and I quote, at this point, Republicans want the air cover of a real leader. They want someone to step up in 24 that is actually someone they can attach their brand to and distance themselves from Donald Trump and once again be a conservative. Donald Trump has confused everybody. Maybe even brainwashed the conservative base to think that conservatism is somehow angryism. It's not angry. It is a very articulate way to make smaller governments, safe borders, foreign policy that matters. Those are things conservatives want again. Well, hey, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, you're not helping. You are not helping at all. Because if you think somehow you can do all that, why don't you throw your hat in the ring, you goofball, and see how you like running? But when you've got states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, New York, now Arizona's threatening to go blue, if you think conservatism is all that great, why don't you try running and see how you get through the election process and the ballot harvesting machines in these blue states? Dude, you can't even win the nomination. This is why, just stay as the lieutenant governor, shut your pie hole, and you, if you want to be vocal, fine, and if you want to go bend over and grab the ankles for people like Anderson Cooper over at CNN, that's fine too. But dude, Trump is more popular in Georgia than you think, and probably more popular than you. Because he's been president. You haven't. Dude, you haven't even been governor. So frankly, the never-Trump types who think they're so above it all, just shut up. Okay, just shut up and keep your pie hole quiet. Because frankly, you're not helping. 
you're not helping at all, especially, sir, since you're in a state that has a secretary of state, yeah, elected official, but he was playing a little fast and loose in 2020 anyway. So this is another example of why the GOP can't get its stuff together. They can't do it because of people like this who tell the base that we know better than you do, blah, 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 blah. And this time, it's now so bad in three straight election cycles, 2018, 2020, and 2022, that it's been humongous disappointments. And because of people with that type of mindset, it's going to continue. This is why Ronna McDaniel pretty, seems like a pretty nice lady, but she's got to go. I mean, even Lee Zeldin, who was considering running for RNC chair, has officially announced that he's not, but he also said that Ronna McDaniel needs to step out of the way for new leadership. Now, the only two declared people so far who are running for RNC chair are Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, and Harmeet Dillon, who is a very successful attorney. She's one of President Trump's lawyers. She's also an attorney for Carrie Lake in Arizona, but she also has the benefit of being the national committee woman for the state of California. Now, if you want to talk about as blue a state as you can get, California's it. California is it. And now this Jeff Duncan slamming Herschel Walker, who's probably more popular than you are, uh, Jeff Duncan. But no, this is why unless things really change, and I mean top-down leadership in the RNC, 2024 is not going to matter. Whoever the nominee is, be it Governor DeSantis, uh, Donald Trump, but apparently Trump is still in the lead by double digits over DeSantis when it comes to getting the nomination. So, uh, no. This is now time for the GOP, the establishment types, to get a spine, get a brain, and get a clue. Because the way you're doing things are not helping. It's just plain not helping. And you're not going to be helping until you basically learn how to toughen up and to take it right straight to the Democrats and to the media. Get your message out there. So, Jeff Duncan, you're a rube. I don't care if you're the lieutenant governor of Georgia. You're still a rube. Now, let's see. Ah, one thing that made my day. Not 100% what I was hoping, but it really made my day. Now, the story from Fox News. The Loudoun County School Superintendent, Scott Ziegler, got his sneaky ass fired after a grand jury there in the Commonwealth called him and the board out for their quote-unquote mishandling of sexual assaults. It wasn't a mishandling. 
it was an attempted cover-up. But, eh, but anyway, but the dude is now fired. Yay! Happy, happy. And Scott Smith, dude, sue the SOB. He covered up for a pervert. Not once, but twice. So, uh, no. Go get him, baby. Go get him, Scott Smith. Your daughter was traumatized. She was sexually assaulted. Sue him. Now, this is what bothered me, though. In spite of everything this report came out with, but there were some things that just didn't go far enough. But, at the very least, Ziegler is fired. Yay! Now, this story, uh, a grand jury report from Monday, uh, oh, crazy. It released this, um, the public, the Loudoun County Public Schools bear the, the brunt of blame for preventable sexual assault. Yay! Happy, happy. But anyway, this is crazy, and I'm looking at this. And I'm reading the story, and I'm going, oh. Now, this is from a quote from the actual report from the grand jury, which was impaneled, I believe, by Virginia Attorney General Jason Miaris. Now, in this report, and I quote a portion from it, a stunning lack of openness, transparency, and accountability both to the public and to the special grand jury. That was from the report because Loudoun County tried their best to do a song and dance act and not come up with the evidence that they needed for this, but they got busted. Oh yeah, they got seriously busted. I mean, this is what I said back when this whole thing broke. The cover-up is worse than the crime. Duh. Oh yeah, so this is hilarious. Now, <laughs> oh, mercy. I mean, this is great seeing this. The, the only thing that I'm sad about, that with the grand jury hearing the testimony over 40 witnesses and reviewed over 100 pieces of evidence in their particular investigation, and even them saying that they, that they the Loudoun County School District, attempted to thwart discredit and push back, quote-unquote, against the investigation, but nobody was indicted. Nobody. Now, yes, Stiegler is fired. I don't know about the rest of the people uh, on that board, but they, they either need to be fired or fired and or sued because Scott Smith, the dad of the first victim who... The, who they lied about and everything and all the woke goofballs and various and sundry other douchebags of that school district they just tried to take that man and just absolutely skewer him now he's been vindicated Ziegler has been fired I don't know about the rest of the school board but if they're up for re-election I'm praying that they have a slate of parents against them. Uh, I mean, it's been done, folks. It's been done before. 
And because of the stupidity of Loudoun County Schools, this is how you got Glenn Youngkin, Winsome Sears, and Jason Miares in a clean red sweep of the key positions of the state. Now, now Youngkin and Winsome Sears are getting a little bit annoying to me, which is really sad because uh, I actually like Winsome Sears. I really do. She's an amazing lady, but I'm, I'm really scared that she's starting to get a little bit to establishment. Because I'll tell you, even today, after what happened in Georgia last night, what happened with the midterms, there are far too many people who are taking the cowardly and easy way out. Republicans, too. Now, the mainstream media, it's not a surprise. Uh, because, well, they're doofuses anyway, and spawns of Satan. But to go after President Trump, it's out Trump's about, it's out Trump's about. Really? The Republican, the RNC, isn't going to take any responsibility for this screw-up? None? I mean, anybody, any Republican especially, if you're going to try to blame Donald Trump for what happened in Georgia and a lot of other places, you're you are severely misguided or intellectually dishonest. And yes, I mean, I would have... I mean, that's the best way I can put it without getting into expletives, because I'm trying to keep this a family show, but... But yes, this is just nuts. And now that President Trump has announced, you know, and I don't exactly know what he's going to be doing for the next little while, but... The All I can simply say is this. Dear GOP, will you please get it together? Get it together, because I guarantee you right now, Hakeem Jeffries, who's the new uh, minority leader for the Democrats, and his, uh, well, cadre of communists, they're ready to go. Because they know they've got the mainstream media on their side, and then they will scream, gripe, and moan, and emote like crazy, you know, and any, and, and this is why Kevin McCarthy has my doubts, is if he's got the, well, the stones and the spine to do what's necessary to get this country back on track, because there are enough whiners and weenies, weasels, and woke dingbats running around it's like, well, well, you can't do that. You can't shut down the government. It's like, it needs to be shut down. Do you really think it is sustainable, you dipsticks, to keep throwing hundreds of billions of dollars at the Ukraine so they can money launder to a guy like Zelensky, who might be Time Magazine's Man of the Year, but he's also the guy who tried to pull off a false flag operation when his missiles accidentally, or, or on purpose, hit Poland and killed Polish, Polish civilians, trying to somehow say, oh, this is from Russia, this is from Russia. No, it was Ukrainian. And he still has not taken one bit of responsibility for it. Excuse me. Sorry. Why would our country... We've got a problem with our own southern border, and yet we're worrying about the dang Ukraine and fighting a proxy war with Russia? I'm like, hello? When I see 
we've already had over 5 million illegal immigrants coming into this country under Joe Biden with no attempt to stop it by Mayuckas and DHS. And now you've got Arizona on the verge of becoming nothing more than one of the cartel's new best friends. Because, well, I mean, they probably are already best friends, but my lord, putting the people of Arizona down on the border, and especially in a place like Phoenix, I've lived there, I've said it many a times, I've lived in Phoenix, and what they use Phoenix for is sort of a jump-off point or a distribution hub for illegal immigrants, human trafficking, sex trafficking of little kids, boys and girls. And young people? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, not into that. So, this is just bad enough as it stands. And, of course, here we go. One more time. <laughs> the great Anthony Fauci. The lord of all science. The lord of... I mean, this is a man whose favorite poem is how do I love me? Let me count the ways. Now, of course, uh, Fauci's uh, nemesis, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, it, it's beautiful. And I love this story from just the news. John Solomon and his team, they're busting it. I love it. Now, this particular headline, email suggests Fauci and Francis Collins, the former head of the National Institutes of Health, covertly contributed to the COVID natural origin paper. In other words, they, Fauci and Collins, were kind of going on the down low, trying to push forth this uh, nonsensical uh, theory of theirs that, well, it wasn't their theory, but they were trying to de delegitimize the lab leak theory. Now, I don't know, I cannot say for certain, and I'm not, before somebody gets a little crazy and tries to call me a conspiracy theorist, to which I would probably just chew you out and rip you, rip you a new one, but we don't know. But, it's not from an open market with bats. No, 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 no. I mean, this is not just me. This is even intelligence agencies around the world. But, since uh, Fauci has no intention of ever admitting he's wrong about anything, enjoy your golden parachute, Dr. Fauci, because you're going to need it for your, for your lawyers, because you will be brought back to the Senate and back to the House. But here's a little something from Rand Paul uh, that I, God bless him, doing this, but yes, he was appearing on uh, Just the News, No Noise, on Real America's Voice, uh, talking about being held to account for his, uh, well, for just about everything. So let's take a listen to Senator Rand Paul. Congressman Andy Biggs has announced that oh. he's running. Oh. Yeah. He adamantly says Dr. Fauci lied, there was gain-of-function research, it was dangerous research. It should have been pegged as dangerous research, and it was never reviewed. You know, Fauci also lies and says, oh, my experts tell me it wasn't gain-of-function. Nobody looked at this. 
In fact, what we discovered in my hearing was that the, the committee that's supposed to look at dangerous research of pandemic, possibly pandemic-creating viruses, has only met three times. But once again, they will not tell us any of the names of the members of the committee, and their minutes are secret. My goodness, even the Federal Reserve a couple weeks later, a month later, will give you the minutes. This that you would think that they're the Manhattan Project and they have the, the secrets to the you know, nuclear weapons. They will not reveal who's on the committee or the minutes. That's not oversight. I think that's obfuscation and really a cover-up is what it absolutely is. And I think the leader of that cover-up has been Fauci and he, he, he should be held to account. Mm, mm, mm. Go get him, Rand Paul. Because I'll tell you, as snarky, as smug, as so many other things as Fauci's been on his farewell media tour, uh, just get off the stage, Fauci. Just get off the stage. You're a liar. People know you to be a liar. You've got some really hinky stuff going on. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of looking at you uh, on TV anyway, unless... It's going to be in a hearing where you're going to lie again and again and again and again and again. You might not get, you might get farther with the Senate, but I don't think you're going to get a, that far with the House because the Republicans are in the majority. They have subpoena power, they have investigative powers, and oh yeah, they may not be able to, uh, you know, arrest you or do something like that, but they can make criminal referrals even though it's not going to go far because the Injustice Department being run by Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray running the FBI, the politicized FBI, the weaponized Department of Injustice. So yeah, it's going to be interesting though, but Fauci better not get too, too comfy with that nice golden parachute and all that money he made, because, again, and I'm really hoping, he's going to have to deal, deal with attorneys, he's going to have to deal with possible lawsuits, just because he was a member of the government, and now he's retired, it's like, oh, no, 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 baby. Civil suits, might not be able to get him on criminal charges, but a civil suit, for all the things that he's done, and, in and the lives the millions of lives he's endangered and helped lose. I mean, it's awful. So yeah, so Fauci, get ready, baby. Merry Christmas. And let the subpoenas just keep on coming. And on that note, friends, I think I'm going to call it a day today. Thank you so much for listening. Greatly appreciate, you ha appreciate having you listen. Uh, if you want to get our audio version of the podcast, you can go on any podcast platform. We're on all of them. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us. Also, if you want to check us out on social media, uh, you can find us uh, on Truth Social, Getter, Parlor, uh, True Patriot Network. If you want to know, ex you know, just look up my name or or in black and white. So you can find us there as well. 
Well, happy hump day, everybody. Have yourself a terrific rest of the day. I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.